Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Rommel Timbal of Peace of Mind Placements. They discuss the state of senior housing, how to handle senior housing and plan it for your future and your loved ones, and ensuring proper care and placement for seniors. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Rommel Timble here today of Peace of Mind Placements. Welcome to the show. On today's show, we're going to talk about uh, senior health care and senior living situations. And that is what you do, Rommel. You help place people uh, in homes. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into senior placement? So um, my uncle, uh, probably about 15, 20 years ago, um, he got into uh, operating what they used to call, uh, or not what they used to call, what they call boarding care homes in uh, Southern California. So uh, I had an opportunity to spend time uh, working with my uncle, not really working, but kind of observing, seeing how he did things and everything. And then it made an instant impact on me. But then I decided, well, you know, I just finished getting my uh, master's from UCLA in medical microbiology, figured I was going to go that route. It was nice what my uncle showed me, but I was off to do my uh, my my thing in, in the clinical laboratory. Uh, fast forward about uh, seven years ago, I had moved out here to Las Vegas, uh, decided that I needed to do something in the healthcare field, but yet uh, something that allowed me to have time with my family, with my two younger sons and with my wife. And that opportunity was running my uh, own group homes or owning them, operating them, managing them. And um, that's a little bit about my background. So that was about seven years ago. Uh, That was uh, 2015. And uh, uh, from then on forward, I've kind of, uh, not really kind of, but I've uh, allowed myself to become kind of the, or been labeled as the go-to person for anything senior housing or senior care here in Las Vegas. So what exactly is peace of mind placements? What do you do? How do you help uh, seniors in, especially in the Las Vegas community, but all over the United States? So um, peace of mind was started uh, through me and uh, a business partner of mine, uh, Megan Padilla. And what peace of mind concentrates itself on is helping uh, families that have either their parents or their loved ones that need to be placed in either an assisted living community, a memory care community, or a group home where they're coming from one of the hospital systems that we have here in Las Vegas, or they're coming from a rehab a rehabilitation facility or a skilled nursing facility. And we basically introduce the families to these um, different types of housing options. And we help uh, uh, underwrite or not underwrite, uh, help them understand the whole process. 
um, we suggest that you get in touch with us um, at an earlier stage than at a later stage because uh, through my experience, I see that a lot of families just think, oh, okay, you know, it's real simple. We can find a, a home, you know, and uh, Medicare is going to pay for it or our health insurance is for our loved ones going to pay for it. And the issue becomes everything in terms of housing here in Nevada, but also throughout the United States, it's what they call private pay. Um, and you have to uh, basically pay it uh, privately, you know, either through uh, your loved ones, social security, pension, uh, whatever assets that they have, uh, whatever you can contribute to help your loved one. And if you don't reach that uh, price point, um, there are other options known as uh, Medicaid that can help supplement it or help you pay for those costs. The problem is, is those programs uh, can take a time, you know, some time. And that's why it's good to get, um, uh, get to look at all the options that are available to the families and to uh, these individuals sooner than later. So we're not talking about seniors who are able-bodied. We're talking about people who are already looking for um, places to go that are like memory care facilities, other facilities where they have to be taken care of on a day-to-day -day basis. That's the type of places that you are placing seniors with. Correct. And, but um, like I said earlier, um, you want to start that process. So even if they may not need a memory care community or some type of assistance in their daily um, lives, um, we can also help find uh, independent living. Mm -hmm. um, or if um, your loved one uh, can live in their homes, their own personal residences, mm -hmm. or they can live with you in your own personal residence, um, we can help stage the process so that later on, if and when um, they need assistance with their daily uh, lives, that can be already in place. Mm -hmm. And you can get available, uh, you can get the resources that are available. So uh, if something happens, we can go over here. If it doesn't happen yet, you can stay um, with them, with the situation that you're at. So the point is, is uh, uh, I asked to be a resource for all families because if I can't help you right now, I can help you at another instance uh, down the road and just help set you up so that you don't have to worry about um, about something coming up you know, a hospital saying, oh, uh, your mom needs to be discharged uh, from the hospital and needs to be put in, in an assisted living community. And uh, we need to do it by Friday. And it's already Monday. Today, uh, you got basically four days and families end up uh, getting, you know, upset. They feel pressured. Um, they don't know how they're going to pay for things. Um, you know, there's a lot of questions that I have. And I just try to make the process a very smooth process um, by starting earlier than that. But if push comes to serve, uh, push comes to sub, excuse me, and we have to do it um, 
quickly. in a quicker motion, yeah. quickly time, yeah. you know, we'll just have to do it. Right. But it just limits your options. Right. So speaking of all families we're you know, we're seeing obviously the markets going crazy and housing is going crazy. How are you seeing the middle class uh, dealing with affordable housing and senior housing? So um, in Las Vegas, uh, we are the third worst city in the United States in terms of affordable housing for just the general community. Um, you do that for seniors, uh, we're atrocious out here. And that's not to be, uh, um, uh, to say anything negative uh, of our lawmakers. You know, everybody's trying their best. The problem is, is that uh, with the inflation going up, uh, everybody coming out of COVID land um, or uh, uh, landlords that, you know, have been, uh, having to postpone evictions and everything because uh, people have been allowed to stay in their, in their homes, uh, not just here in Las Vegas, uh, but all throughout the United States uh, uh, through these rental properties. Um, you know, it's, it's put a big push on uh, having uh, uh, people kind of, um, kind of have to look at things because uh, um it's very, it's becoming where it's very unaffordable now. And unless you have a game plan set up in place, um, a lot of families here in Vegas, they're moving either to Arizona, where you're from in Phoenix, uh, because it's a little bit, um, a little bit better, I guess, if you want to call it uh, in Phoenix, um, or they'll move to Utah. Seeing, we are definitely seeing a huge influx of people moving here which mm -hmm. is also causing our market to rise, rise as well, because there's, there's not a lot of homes on the market. We've also seen a lot of senior living communities come up as well. So we've mm -hmm. seen growth in that area. We've seen growth in our um, population. We're seeing just the market, normally the market here just for housing in general, you have just about the same amount of houses on the market for sale as that are being sold. But we're finding now that the houses on the market are just, there aren't many on the market because there are so many people looking for homes. They go as the day that they're, they're put up for sale. So we're Very definitely true. seeing that. Uh, along with the senior living communities, not assisted living. I don't, I don't know too much about the assisted living, but I know just senior living communities in general, we've seen quite a few of those pop up recently. I know there's a luxury community that just opened up uh, not too far from me in downtown Tempe that is, is really quite expensive. So yes you know, we're, we're seeing that as well. So even just in the, the communities where, um, people are moving to retire there, those are also rising in price as well. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. Very true. And so, if I may say something, I'll, yeah. um, so your question was with middle-class America, um, middle-class America is having a hard time because they, make not enough for a lot of these expensive uh, communities, assisted living communities. They don't quite make as much, but yet 
they make a little bit above what uh, you need for to be under uh, the different um, state programs like Medicaid or uh, you know uh, things like that. So the middle class is getting squeezed, right? Because uh, they make a little too much than med for Medicaid to have assistance, but yet they don't make quite enough to live in these um, uh, nice brand new uh, assisted living communities. So what uh, senior living um, operators and providers and owners are trying to do is they're trying to blend in all these different uh, age spectrums, right? So for example, in Tempe, um, I don't know if they're gonna be starting it, but in association with uh, uh, Arizona State University, I know that they're not in Tempe, but they have a satellite campus over there, I believe. The point is, is they're melding um, having nursing students, um, either from ASU or from some of the community colleges within the Tempe area, have them uh, be able to gain some clinical experience uh, and have them kind of be caregivers in these assisted living communities. It helps bring down some of the pricey for these uh, communities that then it helps individuals that are middle class um, be able to place be placed over there that they don't have to pay. I'll give you an example. Uh, probably in, in, in Tempe, if you have these nice assisted living communities, uh, you're looking about 5,000 a month, guaranteed. At least. Guaranteed. At, guaranteed. at the very least. <laughs> at the very least, yeah. right? And then if you put in uh, uh, different levels of care that they may need, you're looking at maybe six, seven thousand dollars you throw in anybody that has memory care issues alzheimer dementia um you're looking at maybe even nine to ten thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. i ask you i ask uh, you know the audience if you have ten to eleven thousand great not a problem right you can place your loved one right here if you don't like most middle class americans or most americans they make enough but too much, but not enough for uh, right. um, the assisted livings, we got a problem. And we have to seriously look at uh, some of these innovative ways that they're trying to, to help out the uh, you know, um, United States, the Ameri us Americans, basically. So what are some ways to uh, still ensure quality medical care is accessible for people and for low income seniors as well so that people are still getting care even if they can't get into these facilities or if they are low income to be able to get into these facilities so what you can try to do is this um so you take the model of assisted living they're all based on private uh rooms you start having where you have shared rooms, okay? So you put maybe two, one bedroom, one bath, um, I guess you call it apartment units, and you put them together as two bedroom, two bath apartments where like in those old hotels, you have that door that kind of, you can swing by this direction mm -hmm. and everything. And they have a shared little kitchenette and everything. Uh, another, uh, one of the rooms may have like a living area, living room area. Uh, place for um, uh, you would basically have four residences. So if I gave you the example, 
they're spending about 5,000, 6,000. If you do it individually, you break it up between, uh, between two to four people. Say we do four people uh, living uh, one bed, they, they share um, the room, they have two beds. The other room would have a, a shared uh, bedroom space. And then you have the bathrooms for each of the two. You can cut down the costs at, uh, from 6,000 for a private room to a shared bed of about 1,500 if you put four people. Mm-hmm. Now it becomes a little bit more accessible. The problem is, is um, you're going to have to understand, does my nana, does my mom, will she play well with other females, you know, other female residences? If they don't, uh, we're going to have to have a discussion. Um, you know, my mom, my grandmother uh, isn't going to be able to do that. So maybe what we look at is either um, if she can stay in her house and we bring medical care to her, or um, we uh, have them stay at your place, uh, the family's place, one of the sons or one of the daughter's house, and do the same thing where we bring over uh, medical care. We can bring in caregiving service uh, to the families to help su- supplement it, but not do it totally 24-7, but just to help out because uh, while we're waiting to put them maybe under uh, Medicaid, uh, uh, and help. Hopefully, that we can get them under those Medicaid programs that we can go ahead and now place them um, uh, in a group home. So that's one way. The other way is you have to look at these um, single-family uh, residences that have been outfitted or uh, placed in with a uh, sprinkler system, and then what ends up happening is. You can then, instead of charging five to six thousand, you can now charge uh, between two thousand to twenty five hundred for a shared room. Um, still a little bit higher than um, maybe some of the low income uh, families that we have or seniors that we have, but uh, a lot more affordable uh, than the five thousand to six thousand that you have. Um, and it just revolves around um, kind of uh, working with the families, um, seeing if it's going to be a good fit, and uh, just doing it. And then providing in all the resources that we can to help uh, that individual um, uh, adjust with living from outside of their own homes. So are there special uh, programs available for veterans? Yes. So with veterans, there is a program called uh, VA Aid in Attendance. So basically what VA Aid in Attendance is, is uh, for any of our veterans that are seniors, uh, you can have the VA administration for a veteran themselves. Uh, They can pay up to about $3,000 a month towards the cost of either an assisted living uh, community, memory care community, or a group home. That's a lot of money. I mean, 3000 I mean, yeah. you tag that on to, uh, uh, to say, Social Security and benefits of maybe even $1,000. Now you have an individual that has $4,000 that they can use to either live in a group home or maybe possibly 
in an assisted living community. And that's huge. Um, the, the, the problem though is this, like Medicaid, I can't tell the families that it's gonna be, I can't give you a definite time period, mm -hmm. right? It could last, we know, we can have you under um, BA aid in attendance in as short uh, as uh, two months, but it's case by case. I've had other um, situations. It took me three years to have an individual be placed under VA in aid in attendance. So the problem is, is the families say, well, you got to give me a definite time frame, Rommel, because if I get that definite time frame, then, you know, I can finance it or I can help figure out how to best uh, help my, uh, my mom, my dad, whoever the veteran is. But uh, that's the problem, you know. Yeah, we do know, you know, as we age and our parents age and our grandparents age, uh, taking care of yourself is, is the best way. Obviously, eating healthy and exercise is the best way to uh, prevent having to go into these assisted living homes but or or prevent them longer prolong it mm -hmm. <laughs> but we do know at some point that it's going to happen so always being prepared to do so and and understanding and knowing that at some point it might be necessary so having a plan in place is is definitely the smart thing to do you know we we know that that we get older and might not be as cognitively there or might start to develop signs of dementia or Alzheimer's. We might not be able to walk as well or might not be able to take care of ourselves. We might be falling or have gone through treatments mm -hmm. with cancer and not be, might not be able to feed ourselves or, or whatever yes. may be. And unfortunately, that's just kind of a part of life. But if yes. you have a plan in place, and reach out to somebody that has connections with all these different places and, and knows people, knows who to talk to, knows how to make sure that you are placed in the right place for you within your budget. And mm -hmm. knowing that you can get certain, you know, Medicaid or veteran assistance like that is extremely helpful, you know? With your service, uh, your website is myseniorchoice.com. So people can go on mm -hmm. there and look up what what would they find uh, with the, with your services if they were just looking to um, look into something like this. So we have a little bit of a blog site on there and that uh, they can go ahead and start asking questions. Hey, um, my name is Rommel. Uh, my mom, Rose. Um, we're starting to have to try to look for assisted living for her. Um, how would you, what would you best suggest us to do? And then either through the blog site, I could respond back to that. Uh, me and my business partner, Megan, we always, uh, make it a habit to try to check it. If not every day, uh, every other day or so, mm -hmm. uh, just to make sure if there's anybody that's, uh, gone on that little blog section. And it's free. You could just be a member. You could just show, uh, give us uh, basically an email address, uh, give us a telephone number, and that's basically you're on your way. And it's a free service. Um, I did it that way because I want to try to bring everybody in the United States, in America, in Las Vegas, uh, this free value. Because 
I know if I can answer your question, the time that you really need some um, action to have happen, you know, I can monetize it because you'll come to me first because I gave you value. And the value is I gave you something basically for free. You didn't have to invest anything. Your ROI is like 150%. But the point is, is you're going to use that information. You're going to remember me. You're going to call me or you're going to go back on um, myseniorchoice.com and say, hey, thank you, Rommel. But look, I really need you to help me right now because my mom just had a stroke and I don't really know if this is going to be good with her living at my house, right? Um please help me out. What would you be your suggestions? And then I can craft out a, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, action plan, plan of action. Um, and then from there, you just follow it down to the path. And then hopefully we can get uh, um, you and your family to the promised land. Yeah. We know that it's, it's very stressful on the person that yes. has to go into these situations as well. And very stressful on you as a family member having to put your loved one in a home. So anything that you can do to re reduce that stress and anxiety mm -hmm. and the emotions that go along with that is definitely helpful. So thank you for doing that. Is yes. there anything else you want to add today to share with our listeners? Um, one thing... Uh, that I really would like to stress is every uh, of utmost importance is whoever is the primary caregiver of the individual that's seeking, um, you know, housing or medical care, take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself and something happens to you, um, who's going to take care of your grandmother? Who's going to take care of dad? If you unfortunately suffer something, that, you know, let's, we don't know, you know, and uh, uh, if you're the primary caregiver, you don't take care of yourself, you don't get enough sleep, you're always stressed, you're worried, oh my gosh, where am I going to put my grandmother? That's the one thing I'd really like to try to impress on everybody. Um, yes, worry about your loved one, but please, please take care of yourself, because yeah. if you don't take care of yourself, uh, we're going to have a big problem for your um, loved, ones. loved ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. Uh, your website, myseniorchoice.com. If anybody's looking for information about help for their loved ones, their parents, their aunts and uncles, whoever they need help with. So you can find that information there and I'll share that in the th show notes. So Ramo, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you everyone for listening and we Bye. will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.